the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to our episode six of this podcast series, and I'm Stephen Tubbs, four to seven Mountain Time, Monday through Friday on News Talk 710K in U.S. Appreciate you joining us if you're listening via iTunes or Spotify. Uh, also appreciate you, of course, if you're on YouTube or Rumble. We're doing this as we follow one of the most unbelievable cases out of Colorado in many, many years. I was a longtime patient of Dr. Jim Craig of Summerbrook Dental in Aurora, and even at another radio station for many, many years did the advertising for Summerbrook Dental, telling people like you to get to Summerbrook Dental in Aurora and ask for my dentist, Dr. Jim Craig. Last week in court, uh, for the first time that I had seen him in probably four years, his next court date is a week from this Friday. It's April 7th. And again, this obviously is going through a meticulous deep dive into the text messages that, according to the arrest affidavit, are between Dr. Jim Craig and his wife, Angela. And we pick up where Angela is back in the hospital. She is, for the second time, at Parker Adventist Hospital. And it is basically Friday, March 10th. And in the text, Jim Craig basically tells her that the support from the LDS community, from their ward, their congregation, members of the church, the support for the family, again, with six children, few of them adults, but still six children in this family, they're getting overwhelming support. And I want to make this abundantly clear for the second podcast uh, with you, and that is to each his or her own. I am not here to criticize. I am not trying to go through, well, 99% uh, of people married wouldn't do it this way. Look, none of us are, are in this situation but this particular family and how they operate, the decisions that they make. Um, frankly, it's, it's none of my business and with all due respect, none of yours as well. However, as yes, uh, uh, kind of a voyeuristic nature, it is interesting, and one thing that we have touched on the last few episodes is how Dr. Craig continued to go to work. And again, that's his prerogative. Uh, if, if Angela Craig, his wife, was, was fine with that, you still have to obviously earn a living. But this is now the second time she is at Parker Adventist just feeling horrible. And as you're well aware, the allegations are he has poisoned her right within the last seven, eight days with arsenic that he allegedly purchased on Amazon.com for $13. And the allegations in the affidavit are 
the arsenic was delivered to the Craig home in Aurora. So we pick up on Friday, March 10th. She is in the hospital. And they're texting back and forth, talking about some medical issues. And one of the things that jumps out to me is she texts him at one point on Friday morning, March 10th, quote, my head hurts so bad. He responds, I'm so sorry. Have they given you anything for it? I'm going to lay down for about an hour in case you're trying to reach me. That from Jim Craig to his wife. And she responds, I just took tramadol. Now time passes. He then reaches out, is your headache any better? We're headed to the orthodontist now. Uh, A tiny bit, she says, but not really. He replies, I'm so sorry. Have any of the other test results come back yet? Also, have the doctors said if you're going home today or not? Also, uh, again, the, asking if, if the doctors have released her or have, have talked about releasing her. Uh, she responds, again, from her hospital bed, quote, everything was negative or normal. They just did an ultrasound of my heart. Now, a sidebar, at this point, with it being the second time that Angela Craig is in the hospital, myriad tests have been done. And to this point in our podcast series, Friday, March 10th, they're, they're puzzled. They're clueless as to why this woman is so sick and experiencing the symptoms that she was experiencing and, and had been. Um, she says about the ultrasound of her heart and then Angela Craig to her husband, she said she could send me home or keep me and watch my blood pressure or BP. Uh, then she texts at about 4.11 on Friday afternoon, March 10th, one sec. Jim Craig responds, just tried to reach you, but went to voicemail. I hope that means you're getting some rest finally. I plan to bring the girls up a little bit after 5 o'clock. We probably won't stay, stay super long uh, with everybody there because then their daughter has a hangout with a couple of, of friends at their house tonight after or right around 6 o'clock. Again, uh, not trying to 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 be judgmental here, but this is now you can tell that not only is Jim Craig still trying to work, uh, but on Fridays Summerbrook doesn't see any patients, so he is in the role of of father, and I guess that would be uh, a pretty simple explanation as to why he's not bedside with his wife, who again has been hospitalized for the second time in in less than a week. Uh, he goes on and says, by the way, if you have any insight for me on what would you, per- you would prefer in terms of visitation, let me know. It's really hard to read you, and I don't know if you like having us come up and visit or if it just makes it hard because you have to talk and think and we are noisy. I also, he says, I also don't really know if you like when I come up or what you would prefer. I want to do what you want. Basically asking, do you want me at the hospital or not? She responds, I'm working on stretching right now in hopes that my head will feel better. They just gave me a bunch of meds for my headache and my heartburn. I do like seeing you guys, but you're right. When my head hurts, it's hard to have a lot of people in here making a ton of noise. I love having you here. I just don't want to wear you out, Angela Craig texts her husband, trying to take care of everything at home and be here with me. He responds, I'm fine. It's really busy and crazy, but that's always the case when you're not around. 
I want to be up there with you 24-7. I love you and miss you, and I'm so worried. I wish you were healthy enough to come home tonight and snuggle me, but thank you for staying so that I can feel like you're being cared for by professionals. She responds with a thumbs up and please bring deodorant. Then the text exchanges between the husband and wife continue. Uh, He says around seven o'clock on Friday, March 10th in a text, I love you. I'm excited to have you home again. I'm kind of feeling like, uh, feeling rather a little bit like I'm drowning, but I'm doing my best. If the allegations are true, he's texting her in the hospital. He feels like he's overwhelmed. He feels like, quote, I'm drowning. She responds, I'm sure you're doing great. So my BP was just 145 over 73. I can't win, she texts. He responds, oh my gosh, two exclamation points. I'm going to head over and hang out with you for about an hour So if you're okay with that, he texts, or I should say, I'm going to hang out with you until I feel like I'm falling asleep. And then they will come back home and do exactly that. I think he meant then I will come home, Uh, but I want to see you again today. She responds, I love that idea. He, I don't know how much time passed, but how are you feeling? Meh, the nausea is back but my head doesn't hurt as much. He says, we will take what we can get, right? She replies, if you haven't left yet, please don't forget to bring me a t-shirt. These big long, these long sleeves rather are making my vitals a little rough. Uh, He replies, I have already left, but I remembered the t-shirt. She replies, thank you, baby. Then uh, in just before nine o'clock on Friday evening, March 10th, uh, this is after apparently he's come to visit and, and Jim Craig has now left. She texts him from her hospital bed. Thank you for coming back. I miss you so much and it's nice to have some time. I love you. He replies, you're welcome, exclamation point. I wish I could have stayed longer. I love you and I'm so glad you seem to be doing better. I hope you're able to at least get some water or crystal light down. And this is, for some of you, you're going to say, this is, this is sick. For some of you, and again, reiterating what we try to do in every podcast, Jim Craig, as, he, as we tape this, is in the Arapahoe County Detention Facility, an innocent man. He is innocent until proven guilty. And there are six children involved in this tragedy. But some of you are going to say this following text is sick if you believe the affidavit. At about 12.32 a.m. on Saturday, March 11th, this is after his last text. She apparently doesn't respond, and I'm going to take a, a pretty big assumption here that she probably was trying to sleep and getting rest. He texts her at 12.32 Saturday morning, and I quote, I just woke up dreaming about making love to you. I love you and I want you. I will admit, I've read that multiple times. Presuming he is, um, again, and saying he is presumed innocent. But reading this 50 plus page affidavit, and if you believe what the police, uh, what what they have put together, 
Um, wow. Wow. She doesn't respond because she did not see that text, presumably because she's, she's trying to rest, or maybe she did. Then Saturday morning later, Jim Craig texts, good morning, how are you feeling? She replies, bring a couple of pears just in case, please. He says, okay, I forgot to ask, how has your blood pressure been? And then uh, just after 10 a.m. on Saturday, March 10th, please let me know when the doctor comes, that from Jim Craig. She responds, she's coming in now. And he says, I wonder if we should request a cardiologist uh, or a nephrologist consultation. What I find interesting, and we'll wrap up this, this podcast uh, on that note, and we're just a few more pages uh, away. And I, I think I should probably just for purpose, purposes of why do I squint and why am I using my bifocals, this is what I'm reading off of. And I, I know I could transcribe it, but uh, a lot of other things going on. Uh, to do. And I appreciate your time watching again, episode six here, uh, as we continue following the case, which will soon be the people in court, uh, April 7th, the next people versus Dr. James Craig. I find it interesting, the text that maybe some of you are going, oh my God, uh, I just woke up dreaming about making, dreaming about making love to you. I love you. And I want you read into this. What this is just fact. She does not respond in kind. Even the next morning, uh, she does not respond to what he had said there. Coming up in our next podcast, we'll, we'll get through as many pages uh, that remain. I think there's three or four full pages of the text going back and forth. But again, the allegations are February 27th, Dr. Jim Craig places an order for arsenic He bought it off of Amazon.com. March 4th, that is delivered. And according to the arrest affidavit, he then, in the coming days after March 4th, leading to her first visit to Parker Adventist Hospital, he's accused of, of lacing her protein drinks with arsenic. For producer Mark Crowley, I'm Stephen Tubbs. Always appreciate you watching. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.